0: back. Bye. All right, we're here, Community of Physician Educators. And today
1: we're lucky to have uh, this is a special edition of <laughs> COPE, Community of Phys- Physician Educators. And we're uh, joined today by our Dean, Dr. Stuart Flynn. Woohoo! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Dean.
2: Good morning or good afternoon whenever you're listening to this.
1: So, first, the disclaimer. Um, the the views and opinions expressed on our pod, podcast, COPE, are the views and opinions of myself, Susan Witten, and Saji Pillay. and I have to say um, that the Dean is not included in this disclaimer, so we'll just have to say these are our own uh, views and opinions, they no way reflect the views and opinions of the TCU and UNT Health Science Center School of Medicine, but anything that Dr. Stuart Flynn says today um, is his, he, own opinion. His, his own opinion, <laughs> but probably is also a, a representative of TCU and UNT Health Science Center School of Medicine. Um, there you go. I don't do this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Perfect. All right, Dean Flynn. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Very quickly, grew up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, so I'm Michigander. I uh, love my state. Um, and have been on both coasts, been north, now I'm south, and, um, have a, uh, family with five children, which I'm pretty, uh, proud about and pretty much enjoy, and, um, I get to be the dean of this wonderful medical school.
0: Nice. Five children. That's a busy household.
2: That's pretty, pretty busy. Very, uh, very special wife. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What
2: was the age ranges? Were they like? It's uh, oh, it's it's a substantive age range. It's eleven to thirty four, oh, wow. and uh, so the two older I raised by myself for quite a while, and then this uh, person dropped in from heaven and asked if nice. uh, I wanted help raising two girls. And I said, <laughs> "Help me raise two girls," awesome. and then and then we have uh, we have three also.
0: So awesome. That's sweet. All right. Well, yeah. That's that's a that's a household. It is. Yeah. Pretty fun.
2: <laughs> and they have a commonality, and that is when the five are together. Um, dad is the focus of every mean girl joke they oh. could possibly come forth. Oh, oh. I, know. For you. I know. So, faculty, bring it on. You can't do yeah. any more than my kids do.
0: So they gang up on you. Mm. That's what children do. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. So they're on mom's side.
2: Well, mom doesn't have sides, so they just decide. I think probably because I dish it pretty hard, okay, so I you're... get it back pretty hard. <laughs> That's the real truth At all of this. Right. So. All
0: right, there's always a softie in the house, so. Yes,
2: yes. she is the uh, stabilizer, there's no doubt.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, very
1: good. So we know you moved from Arizona to. Oh,
2: good accent.
1: Thank you. Uh, to <laughs> Texas. How has this been, this transition from Arizona to Texas?
2: Um, Well, the transitioning, you could be asking a lot of things, but I think, uh, professionally, I came here and some of my colleagues because this was an absolute clean slate to build something brand, brand, brand new, which is almost impossible to find for medical schools. Um, So we learned a lot in Arizona. We did not have a clean slate when I arrived there, I, I was there for 10 years so that part has been building on what we learned there um, and now we'll see as we launch this how well we've predicted things so exciting yes to answer your question
0: yes so how do you compare the heat
2: well (laughs) the one beautiful thing of my wife and me is we are heat insane people oh yeah and she i'm heat and humidity She's just heat, so, so Arizona fits her high. a little better. But I just, I like today. It's gonna to be a hundred and high humidity, and I just couldn't be happier. Oh. I love it.
1: Whoa. Whoa. So it's our endeavor, our startup, our ambitious thing has started. So if you could give us one word to describe that first that first week of medical school when we when it was go time, what would that be?
2: Um, one word. I would use the word epiphany. Mm-hmm. So um, three and a half years of a lot of hard work, and we had a beautiful epiphany um, when these young people arrived.
1: Mm-hmm. What was the best part of it?
2: I think the best part is just uh, you know being a, in academics my whole career, to have a three-year hiatus, not having students around, both mm-hmm. with the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think having uh, this re-energization in young people who are bright and squeaky clean and excited, that, that's invigorating. So I think that's been pretty sweet.
0: So looking back at med school, what was the best part of med school for you then?
2: Oh, that's a tough question. Um, best part? Um,
0: Skipping class, or no? No, <laughs> no. I,
2: I, so this will be, this. Uh, actually, the best part, I mean, I, I enjoyed the preclinical because it was the competition of medical knowledge. But I, I really loved my um, surgery training and all of my subsurgery training. So, I mean, okay. and that's just kind of genuine. Trust me, I could give you a list of things I didn't like, but right. mm-hmm. but I would offend a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But I really liked, we had a great team, Uh, great attendings, and uh, it was, for me, it was fun being in the OR, so. Yeah. But I've never been asked that question before, (laughs) but that's the answer, and I think that's, that's I like it.
0: So what do you look forward to in our curriculum? It's pretty unique, it's uh, very integrative, so what do you think will be, like, one of the best parts of this school?
2: I think if you were to ask one of our graduates a lot of years later what you just asked me, I hope they would see that kind of collage of what we put together. But the reason I came here was to set up the LIC. And I think at the end of the day, and I'm not pandering to you guys, that's really... To me, this is just a phenomenal way to to learn at the earliest point in time, um, kind of patient interactions, patient care. how. How a physician thinks works, how an office thinks and works, and for most medical schools you don't you don't experience that because you're walking around a hospital with four classmates and an yeah. attending that changes every week who doesn't know your name by the end of the week, and um, this was an opportunity to do it differently and I'd done my homework I knew other countries do this and do it well, so I, I actually would love to hear a student. You know, a while I would say this longitudinal integrated training and having a, a cohort of patients that I followed. Where does that ever happen in medical school?
0: Nice. So that's a shout out to our preceptors. Oh my
2: goodness! No question, and and very genuine. I I would have I would have been a very different uh, medical student if I had been able to experience um, what our students are going to experience i'm a I'm a pathologist, and I won't tell you how I got there. I love my profession, and I think it I think it's very valuable to patient care um, But I always wonder if I'd been exposed to the clinical arena in something i was i did not come from a medical family. I was very intimidated, very shy and um you know so one way to not have to jump into the boiling water. Go into a discipline where you don't have to care for patients, and I often wonder if, if I, because I really surgery was something I really, really was passionate about. If I had felt more comfortable around patients because I've been taught how to how to talk with them and how to do things. So I made it through medical school and never had an entire history or an entire physical exam ever observed. Wow, well, and and that was not unique to no. my generation. Right, right, and so holy cow, can you imagine getting me on the first day of an internship? Yeah. I mean, it's like talking to a third-year medical student.
0: I don't think it's just uh, any generation. I think it's still happening. Yes. It's still happening. I think so, too. Yeah. Yes.
2: Right, and I agree, and I think the one thing that that hopefully has changed, I kind of think it has, is I think there are more and more attendings who actually can empathize with a medical student. My attendings weren't jerks by any stretch, but I wasn't really part of their vision. And when I say I, I meant all the medical students. Mm -hmm. And that's why when you had an attending who actually paid attention to you, holy cow, you belonged on to that. You just really had found the gold mine. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. I think also um, uniquely our school has the compassionate practice and that embedded into their clinical skills early on is just amazing. Um, that, Where that yeah. yeah, did that idea come from? Yeah, no, happen? that was, I would
2: love to take credit for that. Why uh, would I love to take credit? <laughs> by, I'm going to get called out as soon as somebody hears this. Um, That actually, um, so Jackie came with me, Jackie Chadwick from Phoenix. So we had talked about this in in general concepts because she's a family medicine doc. She and I are contemporaries. All we ever hear from anybody who sees a physician are kind of the negative things, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, my disease was cured, but no, the communication was Mm -hmm. an abomination, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not just the doc. The patients struggle to hear some of the things we say. But then, very fortuitously, Alan Alda visited the TCU campus with this young lady, Yvonne kaplan uh-huh. and we talked about what they were doing in New York City, and uh, it wasn't my job to try to steal Yvonne, but I dropped her a note and just said, you know, if you ever want to come out and visit, blah, 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 and, and the next thing I knew, she kind of said, you know, I wouldn't mind. Coming out because she was at it. I won't mention where she was at, but she was struggling. It was a Mm -hmm. classic academic. They had offered her either four or 12 hours total in their four-year curriculum oh my and i said wow. yeah well, no, Just but for, that's reality that is right and that's I the mean, focus yeah. right i ran yeah. yale's curriculum and if yeah. i tried to bring something like yvonne into that i would struggle to find four to twelve hours because right. everyone mm-hmm. would say no way i don't i'm not giving up any of my time right mm-hmm. and so the next thing you know she's here and then she's starting to bring some of her team uh and I'm just ecstatic for our students because yeah. they're mm-hmm. they're they're really going to understand. If that's a 90 year old patient, they're not 90 years old yet, but they'll be able to mm-hmm. to empathize with. Don't be so callous. I have always used as a male, um, you know, the woman in labor. I've never experienced labor. Yes. I will never experience labor. But doggone it, don't don't be dismissive of what that what that has to be like, right?
0: Exactly. And, and
2: and then you can get into the real serious stuff. A patient with stage 4 cancer. Mm-hmm. My goodness, don't. Don't say something that, you know, is meant to be well-being, but it just comes across as trite right. and almost insulting. Yeah. And, and it's not done for that purpose, but just learn. You can't say that kind of stuff. So right. our students will be trained to <clears throat> to be respectful of, of where their patient is and his or her um, disease process.
0: I'll give you an example. Yesterday in clinical skills, uh, we did a a demonstration, like a role play the students did, uh, both giving a clinician-centered interview and a patient-centered interview. And the contrast immediately, like when we did debrief, they were like, how rude was I? Because the SP, or standardized patient, would say, I had no connection with you, I had no, and they they, they saw it, they are like, I see the difference, and so, and we played a a little thing on the, you know, on YouTube about a, a scene, and they're like, oh, it's because they were trained that way, I was like, no, they're not trained, they just don't know better, they're not taught. So, right. yes. yeah, so that yes. self-realization happens, you know, to these, right. yeah, they're, right. they're, they're getting if, it. Yes. Right. Yeah. If you think
2: of their role models, not yes. that they're bad, yeah. but, but their role models weren't trained to take. I mean, exactly. my, one of my daughters is a pediatric oncologist and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I've watched her, I mean, can you find many tougher situations mm-hmm. to be in mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and they are, well, trained to right. do it both overtly but also there's, there's a certain calling into that discipline where yeah. their mentors you're talking with a family of a two year old with an acute leukemia boy oh boy you have to be able to sit in their seat and, and communicate with them so I'm really really excited for our students in our school yeah. to have this be uh, just a foundation for what our young people are, are, are going to
0: learn Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got real serious yes. all of a sudden. Yes. All right. We. Um, we <laughs> Sorry. I just want to give a
1: shout out to our um, the main the main members of the audience, the um, LIC uh, preceptors. Mm-hmm. So we have um, a, just a cohort of really motivated, mm-hmm. um, energetic, enthusiastic preceptors, um, many of whom have expressed interest in in being becoming more involved in our school. Do you have any advice for them or any guidance for them as they as they want to continue to grow their connection with our school
2: yeah so i would I would say first of all, <clears throat> subliminally or unstated, please preceptors, understand how you are such a critical part of this school right now. Um, it goes unstated, maybe it sometimes even feels unappreciated it's not you're You're going to make up the bulk collectively of our faculty, pretty amazing. Um, You're setting the culture, so please help the school guide its culture. It's a student-centric, it is professionalism, it's respect, it's collaboration. Please feel that you're building the foundation, the building blocks up those things from a tangible perspective. This school is your school. You want to be on a committee that would be fun for you, you think, by all means, throw your name in and be a part of the, uh, you know, ask to be part of a committee. Um, I can tell you having been at very, very old, as in over two century old medical schools, those committees go wanting for faculty. That's just not a priority for them. So, and then lastly I would say um, we want to be servant leaders in our community. So where you see opportunities, um, I would recommend don't freelance. Come and get permission, we'll set this up, and everyone will ask for permission, myself included. But holy cow, if you want to do something with students or fellow faculty um, in our community under the rubric of this medical school, Please just come and talk with us about it. Because this will this will make us something very, very, very special in Fort Worth and we'll have the time of our lives doing those kinds of things. So opportunities are yours, just ask. Thank hey, cool.
0: you. Yes, cool so so another uh question for our preceptors and us in general is uh, guidance and telling us whether our boundaries or restrictions and in our interactions with our students as much as we love them how do we you know keep that you know safe distance
2: yeah that's uh that's really a tough one, as you all know because we can read about it in the newspaper almost on a daily basis or on a website so I mean, I've had to alter my, not my thinking, but just anybody I'm around, how I behave, how I coach others to behave, how I coach my children to behave. So I would start with, number one, common sense, and we all kind of hopefully have a lot of that, but I, th- I think there are a lot of things, I would just be very careful um, and i.e. probably not do them, and they sound odd, and they sound prescriptive, and they sound heavy-handed, but I would, I would really avoid um, doing things with students as, as an adult, in an adult student setting. Um, it's, it's not that there's any malintent, it's not that it isn't a lot of fun and highly valuable, it's the perception of others and 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 once there's a perception you can't undo it it may be grossly unfair right Um, so unfortunately the advice is and I hate giving it but it's the reality you know it's not don't ask can I um, should I not do something actually ask the question should I actually do this is the cost benefit I don't know what the cost would be but if somebody else Believes there was a cost. Um,
0: yeah. it's
2: yeah. daunting in this day and age. Right, and it's just the way it is. So, um, and it's not <coughs> just a male centric. I think it's both genders. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But ooh, and, and if you're old enough and you've had a couple of these bubble up around you and they felt grossly unfair and grossly uninformed it kind of doesn't matter and in right. fact on a one-on-one you're going to lose that every time it's it's the adult is held responsible to the perception so right
0: yeah. i guess fair enough for them to say if they have a question ask
2: yeah yes thank you yeah, yeah yes. and I, I would say right now and we're all growing up yeah. together but um you know ask uh the dean of students dr franks and she will get very savvy at this If she's doing her job well, this is spoken as a dean now, um, and I'm being only facetious to a point, the first word out of her mouth is going to be no. Mm -hmm. And then she'll start to wonder if maybe the answer is yes.
0: Got it.
2: The answer doesn't start with yes, and then back into, oh, maybe that's not such a good idea. Mm -hmm. That's just where we are, guys. I don't know how else to tell you. You all know that's where we are. You do not want to be on the receiving end of of a complaint um, if if it's... if it's um you know perception or made up i'm just going to say it again you're going to lose
0: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so we just have to be um careful very careful careful
1: because we're trying to build healthy professional relationships (laughs) right our lic
0: exactly and we'll
1: get there right and you're, you're their
2: mentors and it's kind of fun um you know i've heard a lot of uh I don't think dads are friends of their kids, but I've heard moms criticize for, wow, she thinks she's her daughter's best friend or whatever. You know, at the end of the day, you're a parent in that setting. Here, you're a mentor. These are not All
0: right, guys, this is a fun three minutes with the Nadine. Dean.
1: So what does the Dean do for fun? Uh
2: Family run, um, teach K through 12, and coach. Cool. Oh, like what do you coach? coach. <laughs> what do I coach? Yeah. Um, high school soccer and basketball. coach.
0: Wow. Nice. Yeah. nice. Yeah, that is a ton of fun. So you used to play,
2: I guess? I never played soccer, but I'm yeah? licensed to coach college soccer. So. Ooh. Wow. Wow,
0: wow. And
2: so we have met students who have played big-time soccer, so I have a couple assistant coaches waiting in the wing. Oh. But I have to ask permission. Of course. Of course. Yes. Yeah, don't
0: forget <laughs> me. Anika, <laughs> can I coach? Yes. I think can I take two students
2: do it? be by assistant <laughs> yeah. coaches oh, cool. for, for this cool. high school?
1: Um, so do you have any DFW favorites? Any recommendations? You
2: know? Like food? Anything. Um. My, my favorite DFW is um, Vickery Boulevard. I just love Vickery Boulevard. I What's just get on it and I just cuz I can get from my house to here.
0: Oh, this the street.
2: Yeah. It's just, oh. It's I, a beautiful thing. Oh. Yeah.
1: Not the Chisholm Trail.
2: Nope. no No. No. It's Vickery. <laughs> Why
1: pay? Yeah. you
2: can just. But it's Chisholm. The chisholm
0: Trail. Well, I that. get you.
1: I the get d- you. Chisholm
0: yes. Chisholm doesn't get me
2: from here to there. Yeah, so. I, I got you.
0: And you so, didn't drive 55. Can you believe a toll road in 55 miles sure. an hour? It's That's great. crazy. It's I very know, restrictive. very restrictive. There's so many police on it. We okay. can All All right. you
2: speed you on on Vickery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, tell the police that. And they have, what,
1: a bakery? <laughs> They're Swiss bakers. They're famous yes. for their German chocolate for some cake. Never been. Oh, you should take a stop well, on the windows bakery, are then. too
2: dark, so I thought it was out of business.
0: No, but they have very limited hours. All right, right. favorite music? Oh.
2: As in artist?
0: Uh, yeah, what artist, song, whatever.
2: Uh, well, I want to say Journey, but probably uh-huh. Cyndi Lauper. Ah.
0: Or, so that, that happens because you have girls. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah, I'm, like I'm
2: pretty keen on that. All show.
0: right. Oh, nice. like, the video is amazing. Yes. It is amazing. Okay, and then finally, you again, we talked about
1: this earlier, but you are responsible for this last question indirectly. And so if you could choose, <laughs> um, and you have to choose um, to be a mythical creature, if you could choose to be a centaur or a merman, or mer, mer, mer any gender of your choice, <laughs> which one would you choose oh, and why
2: piece of cake centaur ah. four legs
1: okay
2: on ground
0: okay
2: and i really want a beautiful auburn coat
0: Ah. ah. Hey, yeah, because so I like have to you. dye my
2: hair to get that, I <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think that would be well accepted. So, and I have no idea why you tell me I'm semi-responsible for that. Yes, right?
1: because you had that meeting with um, Alan Alda and Yvonne Kaplanus, right? And this question comes from the practice. narrative reflection um, team, where and their compassionate practice, and uh, all. I think all of our uh, preceptors who are listening have been were asked if they attended our LIC kickoff, they were asked some form of this question. question.
2: (laughs) Did any refuse to answer? Because that was my first
0: choice. All right, dude. We appreciate your time. Thank you you. so much. Okay.
2: Yeah, if you want to, if you can't figure out how to edit that, I'm kind of sure.